0: Welcome back to the Thrive Baby Sleep Podcast. My name is Matt and I help parents sleep train their children ages 0 to 5. In today's episode, we're talking about sleep expectations. I'm going to run through these really quickly and then share more information in a bit about melatonin and cortisol and how that affects sleep as well. Okay, so one month old. Before this, you can kind of expect there to be all of a sudden a bit of alertness happening um, from sleeping 20 hours out of 24 hours of the day to then 15 to 18 hours at a month old, three to six hours in the day, um, and 10 to 12 hours at, at night. Um, that might be split up between three to six hour stints for feeds um and the number of naps three to five throughout the day um at three months you're going to have three to four hours of day sleep and 10 to 12 hours of night sleep three to eight hour stints with feeds in between um and total that is 13 to 16 hours with three to four Mm naps. at six months you're going to have three to four hours of day sleep 4 to 12 hour stints of 10 to 12 hours total at night, 13 to 15 hours total, and number of naps, 3. At 9 months, you're going to have 3 hours of day sleep, and night sleep, 10 to 12 hours, total sleep, 13 to 15 hours. They'll be at 2 to 3 naps. If they're not already at 2, it's time to drop. At 12 months you're going to have two and a half to three hours in the day, 10 to 12 hours at night, 12 and a half to 15 hours of total sleep. The number of naps would be two. 18 months, you're going to have two to two and a half hours of day sleep, 10 to 12 hours of night sleep, 12 to 14 and a half hours of total sleep, a 24 hour period. And then One to two naps drops to one nap if they haven't already. At two years old, we're going to have one to two hours of day sleep. It's quite broad here because we're doing a whole year. Um, So over time, that's going to drop, but that's what you can expect from our age group. Um, (coughs) Night sleep is going to be 10 to 12 hours. Total sleep is going to be 11 to 14 hours with one nap. At three years old, up to one hour, zero to one hour, um, 11 to 12 hours at night. Total sleep would be 11 to 13 hours. Number of naps would be zero to one, drop completely by three and a half. Um, I, I say that on this PDF, drop completely by three and a half, but I'd say between three and a half to four. If you get to four and your child is still sleeping, it is time to get rid of the naps. Um, okay, so. Now on to a little bit about melatonin. So melatonin rises and falls at different times of the day. Um, Those times that it rises would be 9 to 10 a.m., 12 and 12 to 2 p.m., and 6 to 7 p.m. So these are ideal nap times and ideal bedtime. Obviously, these are only two weeks um, in the daytime. However, the oh, I didn't even say what melatonin is. So melatonin is the sleep hormone, the sleep supporting hormone that is released in everyone's body. It peaks at three years old in in a lifespan. It peaks at three years old in in at nighttime. It peaks at two p two a.m. in the morning, um, and that begins to rise at six. So this is all nat- naturally occurring. So Ring. And we want to really pay attention to how we can kind of play into that. Once they start eating, there's certain foods that you can introduce that would would help with that production of melatonin. Um, So anyway, so that's the um, melatonin side of things. And those are ideal nap times. It helps with the awake windows. So I'm going to have awake windows and the um, sleep expectations <laughs> linked in the show notes. So you can go there and download them for free, completely free. No strings attached. So, a little bit of explanation behind cortisol and what it feels like in our bodies is when you say your bedtime is normally 9 p.m you stay up till 10 p.m. and so the you get that second wind. That is when cortisol is released and all of a sudden you're able to clean your whole house, you're able to do some work, you're able to binge watch a Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> then you that is the rise in cortisol doing that for you. The problem with this is if that happens throughout the night you're going to get little pumps of cortisol every two hours. You're not going to sleep as soundly. You're not going to sleep as as deeply. And so that's why when when they say like the the overtired, you're trying to catch up, right? You're trying to catch up on that sleep because even if you get a lot of sleep, but you're overtired, you're going to get those pumps of cortisol. So it's better to have a consistent routine and stick to that. Then try to make up for sleep that you didn't have two nights ago. Um, I hope that makes sense. That has, like, tracked well. Um, as far as with babies go, it's a little bit different because you're having to wake up because they're waking up. Um, they have the exact same thing happen. So when they get overtired from catnapping... And then all of a sudden they were sleeping eight hours at night. Now they're waking up every two hours and you're trying to figure out what the heck happened. This is what's going on. They are way overtired and they cannot go to sleep on their own. Um, So that's what we're going to, you know, I'm going to expand into different topics and that kind of thing on this podcast. But this is... Kind of the baseline that I wanted to kind of start off with like, this is what you need to expect. These are the sleep hormones that we need to be talking about. I'm going to be sharing about them a lot Um, and even sharing some studies that have been done on them with them, that kind of thing, so that you can ultimately make really good decisions. And form habits and form rituals and whatever you want to call it around your child's life so that we are optimizing and prioritizing their sleep. Um, So, with all that said, join me next week for our three part series about newborn sleep.